Let's look at this problem. We want to minimize the objective function in three variables, xy plus 2xz plus 2yz, subject to the constraint xyz equals 4. Now, if you take a look at this, do you recognize this problem? Right? These are the objective function and the constraint of that open box problem that we did just a little bit ago, right? Where we had to what? Do you recognize this? This was the surface area, right? We had an open box, so we had a bottom, a front, and a back, right? That's why we have a two, a left side and a right side, okay? And the volume requirement was that the volume be four cubic feet, all right? And when we solved this previously, you remember how we did it? We solved the constraint for one of the variables, substituted, and then had a function of two variables, and proceeded um, with, to minimize the function of two variables. What we're going to do now is the same problem, but we're going to use the method of Lagrange multipliers. All right, so the first thing we want to do is what? Get our constraint to be equal zero and again we could either subtract four from both sides and have equal zero or we could subtract xyz from both sides and get a zero on the left okay but I think most of you if you were told get a zero on one side of the equation would do this so that's fine so this because becomes the constraint equa- function cxyz, right, equals zero. And our new function that we're constructing, right, will have our original three variables, plus we introduce the Lagrange multiplier, lambda. So it's going to be what? Again, it's going to be the original function, f of x, y, z, plus lambda, the Lagrange multiplier, times the constraint. Right? So that's going to be what? It's going to be x, y, plus 2x, z, plus 2y, z, plus lambda times x, y, z minus 4, right? So this is the new function we've constructed, right? So let's just multiply it out a little bit so that we can find partial derivatives a little bit easier. All right, and now let's find our partial derivatives. So the partial with respect to x is what? It's going to be y plus 2z, right? 0, there's no x's, so this whole term acts as if it's a constant with respect to x, plus yz lambda, Right? And then, of course, the derivative of 4 lambda with respect to x 
is just zero. All right, the partial with respect to y is what? Is x, right, plus zero plus 2z plus what? Plus xz lambda. And again, the derivative of 4 lambda with respect to y is equal to zero. Right. The partial with respect to z is what? Zero. Right. There are no z's there. 2x. Okay, whoops. 2y. Okay. xy lambda. Right? And again, zero, right? And then the partial with respect to lambda, okay? I'm just going to write that over here, okay? The partial with respect to lambda is what? Zero, 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 plus x, y, z, minus four. All right? And now what we're going to do is set each of these equal to zero, each of these partial derivatives equal to zero, right? We're looking for the critical points, right? And now we have to solve this uh, little bit complicated system of equations. All right, now how are we going to do it? Well, really the Lagrange multiplier method, right? The, the setup is, is really not hard at all. Right, the partial derivatives, right, if you can differentiate is not hard, right? Setting it equal to zero is just something that you have to remember to do. The real work is solving this algebraic system, right? So what you really want to do when you're studying Lagrange multipliers, other than really nail down the procedure, is practice some of the algebraic methods for solving little bit more complicated systems of equations. So here's, here's a method that you, you can consider, right, in the future, right? What we're going to do is solve each of these equations, each of these first three equations. You see, lambda only appears once, right? So we're going to solve this equation for lambda. We're going to solve this equation for lambda. And then we'll have lambda equals some expression and lambda, lambda equals some other expression. We'll set those two expressions equal to each other and see if it simplifies nicely. And then we can also solve this equation for lambda and try it again, right? If we're successful, then, um, well, let's see how it works. So that first equation, right, which is lambda x, right, the partial of I'm sorry, Lx, right? The partial of L with respect to x, right, equals zero. So that's what? That's y, I'm just rewriting it now, plus 2z plus yz lambda equals zero, all right? And I want to solve this equation for lambda. Well, it's, it's not too bad, right? It's not too different from if you had a plus b plus C 
lambda equals zero, what would you do? You would just, what, subtract A, subtract B, and divide by C, right? So we're going to do the same thing here, right? We're going to say YZ lambda, right? We'll leave this over here, equals minus Y minus 2Z, right? So we're going to get this over here and this also over here, right? And then lambda is just going to be what? Minus Y minus 2Z over YZ. All right? So that wasn't so bad. All right, the second equation, let me rewrite the second equation. It's X plus 2Z plus XZ lambda equals zero. All right? And if I solve this equation for lambda, you see what I'm going to get? Well, you take it aside and what? Get the x on this side, the 2z on this side, so that'll be what? Minus x minus 2z, and then divide by xz. So we'll divide by xz. All right? All right, as long as we're doing this, let's also solve the third equation for lambda. So that's what? 2x plus 2y plus xy lambda equals 0. All right. So lambda is equal to what? All right. Do you see what to do? All right. You can do it. Minus 2x minus 2y over what? Right, xy. All right. So now we have three expressions, all that are equal to lambda. So let's say, well, if lambda is equal to this and lambda is equal to that, let's see what happens when we say, well, this then has to equal that. All right? I can get rid of the minus signs, right? Because I can just, what, multiply both sides by... I'm sorry, multiply both sides of the equation by negative 1, which will make this what? Plus y plus 2z, and it'll make this plus x plus 2z. So I'm going to get y plus 2z over yz, okay, equals x plus 2z over xz. All right, and now if I multiply, right, I don't like those, those fractions, so I'm going to multiply both sides of the equation by the common denominator, which is xyz, right, and over here on the left, the y knocks out the y, the z knocks out the z, so I just have an x left, so I get xy plus 2xz z, right, equals, what happens when I multiply the right side? Well, the x knocks out the x and the z knocks out the z, so I just have a y left. So I'm going to have, what, xy plus 2yz, right? So the xy on the left and the xy on the right, they give me 0. 
and then I have 2xz equals 2yz, so I can divide by 2, and I can divide by z. Of course, z is not equal to 0, because remember, in our original constraint, we had xyz equals 4, which means none of the variables actually could equal 0. So from this equation, then, I just get that x is equal to y. So that's good. I mean, that's a pretty, pretty nice result. All right. Um, we had such good success with right, setting the first expression equal to lambda equal to the second expression that was equal to lambda. Let's try, let's try the first expression that's equal to lambda equal to the third expression that's equal to lambda. So we'll get what? Again, I can get rid of all my minus signs in the numerators, right? And say that y plus 2z over yz equals 2x plus 2y over xy, right? Again, I can multiply by the common denominator, which is what? XYZ, right? And when I multiply on the left, the Y knocks out the Y and the Z knocks out the Z. So I have an X left. So I have XY plus 2XZ, right? And on the right side, okay, the X knocks out the X and the Y knocks out the Y. So I have a z left, so I have what? 2xz plus 2yz, right? So what? The 2xz on the left and the 2xz on the right give me 0. Okay, and then what? I can divide by y, and I'll just get, well, well, I'll get, first let me do the 2xz and the 2xz on the right give me 0. So I get xy, right, equals 2yz, right? And now dividing by y, I'll get what? x equals 2z, right? So that's a nice result, right? And now if I take my fourth equation, right, I've used the first Right, equation, which was what? The partial of L with respect to X equals zero. I've used that. Actually, I used it twice. Okay, I've used the partial of L with respect to Y equals zero. And I've used the partial of Y of L with respect to Z is equal to zero. But I haven't yet used the partial of L with respect to lambda. Right, what was that? That was X, Y, Z minus 4 equals 0. So what can I do? I can say, well, this is equivalent to what? z is equal to x over 2, right? So now I can say y is equal to x, z is equal to x over 2. And x, of course, is x. So I get x. y is what? Right? Y is equal to just X. Z is what? Z is X over 2. 
right, equals 4, right? So that's what? That's x cubed over 2 equals 4. x cubed is equal to 8, and x is equal to 2, right? If x is equal to 2, right, y, remember, right, y was equal to x, so y is also equal to 2, right? And z, right, is what? x over 2, so 2 over 2 is 1, right? And now if you either remember or look back at the previous solution to this same problem, well, thankfully, we get the same answer, right? We have, this is exactly the same answer as we got last time, okay? But doing it this way um, with the method of Lagrange multipliers, right, we avoided, well, it was a trade-off. We avoided having to solve the constraint for one of the equations and then substituting, but the trade-off was that the set of equations that we did have to solve was a little bit more complicated. All right, let's look at another example now.